Welcome to The Shredder Show, and today we have a very interesting subject, when the scale sucks. So seven better ways to know if your nutrition and your training program is actually working. So one of the big things that I see with clients that we see as CJ Coaching's clients, and I see in the industry generally, is people have this uh, paranoia and obsession with the scales. Now, this can happen twofold. So it happens firstly when men are looking to try and gain weight and build muscle mass, the big mistake they make is they focus on the scale weights. They try and add body weight quickly. And from personal experience, let me tell you, that never ends well. People wonder about um, why they get fat when they're bulking, and it's because they try and push their weight up too quickly. Now, when we're looking to diet and we're looking to lose body fat, something that happens very frequently is people get obsessed about that number on the scale going down. Now, there's a lot of instances in terms of when you're going to be making progress and your scale weight won't necessarily be changing. Now, this can be a big factor in particular for anyone who is in a position where their body can essentially recomp. And by that, I mean um, a recomposition of the physique. So what is essentially going to happen is you're going to be building muscle and dropping body fat at the same time, which is the absolute perfect OG situation. But a lot of people in this situation tend to shit the bed proverbally and get paranoid that they're not eating enough, they're eating too much, they're not doing enough cardio because the scale should be coming down. Now, there's a couple of different situations in which you will see the scale weight uh, won't change if you're going through a recomp. So if you're coming back from injury, uh, you haven't trained for a while, muscle mass will bounce back very quickly onto your physique and also body fat will come down, which is obviously going to offset the scales because if you've ever seen a pound of body fat, uh, sorry, a pound of fat versus a pound of uh, muscle, the pound of muscle is very small compared to the pound of body fat. So it makes a big difference. The second instance, this is if you're in a wonderful situation where you're in the world of newbie gains. So what do I mean by newbie gains? Weird term. Basically, you're new to training. If you have never really done resistance training before, you're like a blank canvas for Picasso to work his masterpiece on. And my uh, advice to you would be, find Picasso to work your master work on you because the reality is if you're in that situation, you can make progress so quickly and so easily if you do the right things. The problem is most people don't do the right things and they spend 10 years learning what doesn't work or they find something that works sort of and they presume that's what real results should look like. Now, having worked with over 8,000 clients in the last few years within CJ Coaching, I've got a fair idea of what really works. And what I'm going to do today I'm going to explain to you seven ways to know if your nutrition plan is working. So number one, you feel satisfied after meals. Does it ever feel like you're hungry all the time? Like you just want to eat the entire world and that you've got no willpower, no control. And you see your kids eating a bag of crisps or you're eating the dinner off their plates. Like the reality is this is probably a sign that maybe you're not eating enough food. In particular, if you're eating, this is a start of a fat loss quote unquote journey. The reality is that in terms of when you're dieting, when you get further down the road, yeah, you're going to be hungry at some point. However, when you've eaten a meal, you should feel pretty full and you shouldn't be wanting to eat straight away. One of the great sensations I would suggest people focus on with this is thinking about um, if you're still hungry, generally 20 to 30 minutes after a meal is when like the signal from your brain, from your stomach to your brain, almost like, like sort of what the word is, fires through to tell you you've eaten. And this is important. If it's going beyond 30 minutes and you're still ravenous, then I'd suggest your probably calories are probably a bit low. However, a lot of this can sometimes be uh, a mental perception in terms of you also wanting to go and snack and eat for enjoyment rather than pure hunger. So what progress looks like in terms of you from this perspective and being satisfied with meals is 
like most people like the junk food they eat never runs out so you're left eating over and over and over again with zero like feeling full or zero actual nutrition coming in but what like real progress looks like is with your actual proper nutrition program you're eating slowly you're choosing fresh foods you're leaving less room in your diet for processed shit so you're leaving out the pop tarts and the other crap like that and you're really letting your uh, appetite get satisfied and that's really what we want to be looking to do now what we want to be eating within the diet is obviously fresh fruit fruit vegetables meats fish um vegetables all the good stuff like that and that's really going to take up a lot of spaces in your stomach going to be very nourishing for you and help you feel satisfied and this is going to signal to your gut and to your brain that it's okay we're okay we're safe we're comfortable we're well fed we can stop eating now and this is one of the big things that clients are really shocked with actually when they come to us is that the actual volume of food you can eat from good clean sources is, is a lot and a lot of people say like holy shit i can't eat that much but this is too much and i'm gonna lose weight and the reality is we actually get clients probably eating 30% more food maybe and then they're actually losing weight faster seems counterintuitive but when you do the right things you get the right results it's that simple now imagine for the first time feeling full not stuffed just like satisfied feeling like you've had enough that's really what you want so you want your gut and your brain to be calm no panic no like restless page like pacing through the cupboard you're trying to find like biscuits and crisps and all the other crap that a lot of people do you're just done without worrying you're happy your body's well fed you're mentally and physically at peace. Now, this is all possible. In fact, this is what like you'll start to experience when you start the correct nutrition uh, program and exercise program. And it's an early sign of your progress that you're on track before you even see any weight loss. So again, this is an excellent example in terms of um, you seeing progress, which isn't focused on the scales, is you actually feeling satisfied after meals, like your body's accepted that food, digested it, and everything's at peace. So that's point number one. Point number two, you have more energy. So remember you feel you felt in a time where you literally felt drained all the time. You just felt exhausted all the time. Uh, your nemesis was your alarm. Like, but now you don't hit the snooze button. You literally punch the clock. You like hit the clock to make it shut up, turn off the alarm, the annoying sleep cycle app that I use. And then the mid afternoon, like you're not having to hammer sugar and caffeine to keep you propped up at your desk. And then by 8 PM, you're flat out like on the sofa watching TV and your brain feels like just, like a pile of mush now that's what a lot of people live their lives like on a daily basis can't get out of bed they're hammering themselves with sugar and caffeine all day and then in the evening their brain's completely warped and they can't even stay awake um, a lot of this can be because you're not getting enough vitamins minerals and other nutrients from your diet and these small like deficiencies of certain nutrients really com uh, accumulate and can really drain your brain and increase uh, mental fog now when we look at progress from the situation how about this what about you wake up and like before your alarm goes off, your eyes are open, you feel happy, refreshed. Uh, you don't need 500 milligrams of caffeine to get you at, like going before you leave the house or, or don't leave the house with COVID situations. Um, and you don't need that much caffeine just to deal with your working box when you wake up. Now, something is also is interesting. Have you noticed that maybe you're paying attention to the meetings in the afternoon at three o'clock about accounting? Perhaps you're not like just aimlessly staring out the window. We've all been there. I've been there when I used to work in that type of job. And the reality is that's often because you're, uh, you're not well rested and your body hasn't got a stable energy balance throughout the day. Now, it's really, really important to think about how vitamins and minerals really influence your energy levels. And this is one of the big wins in terms of um, clients coming to us is having stable energy throughout the day. So a couple of the vitamins and minerals you want to look at here are vitamin B1 and B2. So we need vitamin B1 uh, to convert carbohydrates into energy. 
ATP. And we also need uh, vitamin B2, also known as riboflavin, to help uh, release energy in the Krebs cycle, which is basically the process for which our body generates energy. Uh, other vitamins we need are vitamin B6, um, which is very, very important in terms of uh, amino acids and the feel-good neurotransmitters, serotonin and dopamine, which will have a big impact in terms of cognitive function and focus. And vitamin B6 also is also very important for our cells' mitochondria, which are essentially the power plants within our body, and they help to regulate enzy enzymes we use to take out energy from food. So if we don't have vitamin B6 correctly within our diet, then we can't actually take out the energy from food. Probably going to feel pretty tired, right? Makes sense. Uh, vitamin B12, another one. So vitamin B12, we need to protect and preserve the myelin sheath, which covers our neurons and helps conduct the electrical signals sent around the body. And vitamin B12 helps make neurotransmitters and metabolizes fats and carbohydrates, again, which are our main energy source. So if we're deficient of vitamin B12, this is obviously going to have an impact on energy. Next up, we have vitamin C. Now, vitamin C, we need to make carnitine, which transports long-chain fatty acids to the mitochondria, the power plants of the body that we've already said, to be used for energy. Vitamin C also helps produce um, a group called catecholamines, I think that's how you pronounce it from memory. Uh, and they're a group of hormones and neurotransmitters that uh, release things like adrenaline uh, and dopamine that are actually used as stimulants. So again, they have positive impact on energy. Next up, we can have magnesium. Now, magnesium is something I recommend a lot of people supplement it with. I do personally. Uh, and we need magnesium for metabolic reactions, especially those that convert food into energy. Now, having more magnesium seems to improve cognitive abilities while not seeming to make co uh, like, like cognition worse. So without enough magnesium in our cells, insulin doesn't work as well, which makes it hard for us to use glucose. And, that may, they're like, and then many enzymes that also can help us convert food into energy also need magnesium. So again, it's going to have an impact on daily energy levels. Next up, we've got calcium. Calcium also helps turn fatty acids into energy and it helps to modulate ATP, which is our energy production, uh, the fuel within our body. Uh, and as with magnesium as well, we also, if we don't have enough calcium, our insulin may not work properly. So insulin is one of the main hormones of blood sugar regulation, which affects energy levels throughout the day. And again, we have also zinc. Zinc is a trace mineral, so we don't need a huge amount of it, but we definitely need some. So zinc contributes to at least 100 enzymes in our body, uh, many of which are to do with energy metabolism. Uh, and when zinc is low, we don't secrete as much insulin as we should, uh, which then causes problems with glucose metabolism. Now, we, like, we do, uh, nor do we metabolize lipids nor proteins particularly well if we don't have enough zinc. If we don't get enough zinc, we don't get enough proper energy from our food, nor build proteins or muscle tissue. So zinc is vital, uh, particularly I'd say more so for men as well. Lastly, another big one, which is something I've noticed a lot when I travel, is water. Now, our brains depend a lot on electrolytes and dissolved ions and minerals such as potassium, sodium, calcium, and magnesium to work properly. And we need to be careful of how these balanced out electrolytes, uh, fluids, send chemicals, and signals to our brain, uh, aka like neurotransmissions. Now, if we, do, if we get enough water, we maintain that balance. If we're dehydrated, our brain and our thinking suffers. So an easy tip for a lot of people, if you're suffering, feeling fatigued towards the end of the day, try out taking serving electrolytes. It makes a big difference. Tip number three, if you're making progress but you're not on the scales, you're sleeping better. So you know those nights when you just can't fall asleep. Uh, it's just frustrating. It's just dreadful. Just thinking that for now. Uh, we toss and turn and you feel weird at night. You're almost hallucinogenic. You're sleeping but you're not really sleeping. It just seems like a waste of time. 
Um, we get a lot of clients coming to us with this issue, and that's why we built a, a specific ebook and a guide for this for clients called Sleep, the Elixir of Life, because sleep is so, so important. Now, there are a couple of factors that can really play an influence with this. Now, one, one can actually be your diet is too stringent, so you're massively underfed, can cause issues. Another one can be you're overtrained and you're not recovering correctly. Uh, and you're having to massively amp yourself up and overstimulate yourself with workouts with caffeine and pre-workout. Or uh, some other things that can be causing issues. You're overeating heavy meals late at night, and that can also have a negative effect. Um, alongside like basic things like stress, uh, hormonal changes, becoming a new parent, getting too much late in the like late light late in the day, uh, jet lag, all those things have a big impact. Now when our sleep gets disrupted, so do our hormones, such as cortisol, growth hormone, thyroid hormone, and our sex hormones, such as estrogen and testosterone. Now, from stress and poor eating habits, all of these things are very, very important uh, to really try and fix, but these are all going to be affected negatively if our stress is off and our eating habits are poor. So it's very, very important we try and get restful sleep. Now, what does progress look like in respect? Now, with the correct nutrition program, you're going to be getting enough of the good minerals, to, uh, vitamins, micronutrients to get your brain chemicals where you need them to be. You've switched maybe from having an entire bottle of wine before going to bed or in the evening to uh, and laying off like the afternoon caffeine. And you're having maybe smaller portions of uh, food at dinner. You're not eating too much and you're not having like a whole wheel of cheese before going to bed or anything ridiculous, which I know some people do. I don't know cheese, but there you go. Um, and in short, your body is no longer always on like battle, battle go stations of like, like red DEFCON 5 or whatever in terms of like wired to the nines with alcohol, sorry, wired to the nines with caffeine or also like plastered with alcohol. And you actually seem to be able to wind down a bit before going to bed. And naturally, your body gets into a good circadian rhythm where you're actually ready to go to sleep. Now, what I want to explain is some like, how does nutrition actually benefit better sleep? Now, the key here is fresh whole foods. So whole foods contain more fiber, protein, and healthy fats, which require more time and effort to digest and refine carbohydrates that make up the majority of processed food. Now, this keeps you satisfied for longer and also keeps your blood sugar levels more stable and will also keep, make sure that your hormones are more stable uh, and, as needed for good sleep. So this is incredibly important. Now, also balancing your energy intake alone can lead to better rest if it helps you lose excess body fat. So um, excess body fat can make sleep uncomfortable because of heartburn, lack of mobility, sleep apnea because of weight in your chest sometimes, and other obesity-related issues. So really getting your weight down is going to help your sleep, and getting better sleep is going to help your weight loss. So it's a very symbiotic relationship there. Number four, so your clothes just feel better, you feel looser, or they feel tighter if you're trying to build your arms. Now, one of the, my best bits of feedback from clients is like when – they've managed to, they basically have to buy a new wardrobe because nothing fits anymore. Now, this is an awesome sign of progress where you're actually like, your physique is changing rapidly. It might not be in the scale, but <laughs> clothing doesn't lie. So if you're a guy and you're looking to build a billowing pecs and big arms and you can no longer get your, do your buttons up on your shirt, it's a pretty good sign. Or your arms are busting out the work, your work shirt sleeves, again, a pretty good sign. Would you then be bothered if the scale wasn't moving? Probably less so. Same with um, ladies out there. If you're looking to try and uh, you want to get into that little red dress and you can now get into it, but the scale's not moving, are you that bothered? Probably not. Uh, and this is really what progress looks like. We have to remember muscle, muscles are much denser than body fat. So when we build lean muscle mass, we're going to get heavier, even if we're smaller in certain areas. 
this is something really, really important to compare uh, to think about because like muscle cells are tightly packed with uh, myofibrils and when these contract with enough intensity the body adapts by generating more of these and more sarcomeres uh, providing your training correctly obviously you've got the right nutrition uh, the density and the strength of the muscle mass will increase and even from resistance training like bone density can increase uh, with a complex sorry with um, with the ability from like resistance training is one of the best things to combat osteoporosis so this can have a big impact again increasing your weight but from a longevity point of view as well uh, resistance training is one of the best things to keep your bones strong and healthy so that's point number four is looking at how your clothes are fitting next up we've got number five you're in a better mood now this is something i noticed for myself if i'm in a bad mood one of the best things i can do is like um do exercise or work out intensely because your mindset just flips you just shift a gear in your head and you've probably seen people who are angsty and anxious all the time or hangry or, or in unhealthy. They're probably the most miserable people you're probably going to find around you. Now, there's a lot of reasons for this. Um, food influence, how like food influences your mood. So the connection between our food, neurotransmitters and blood sugar regulation means that how we'd feel depends on a lot on how we, uh, on what we eat. So for example, we eat too much sugar may actually make you depressed. Um, one study I read on uh, subjects from six different countries found that eating a lot of sugar and feeling depressed were very closely related. And this may be from chronically elevated insulin like levels within the blood. The body's con continuously like, trying to uh, clear the onslaught of sugar from the bloodstream may cause some big mood crashes. So that's something to be aware of. Another thing to think about is having enough omega-3 fatty acids seems to put us in better moods, um, which when I think about it logically, the effect of um, healthy fats on the brain makes a lot of sense. So within your diet, you want to focus on a lot of thing like, things like including more nuts, fish, seafood, which are like salmon, uh, sardines, trout, mackerel, stuff like that, the fattier fishes. And then if you get these into your diets, it should make you healthier, happier, and leaner. Uh, one big no-no is consuming too much vegetable oil and hydro hydrogenated fats and trans fats. Uh, they're literally or basically destroying your brain cells. So that would be something to look to remove. So there will be a lot of processed fatty foods. And then something else that's very important would be looking to eat lean proteins. So things like chicken, turkey, uh, fish, they have a big, big impact in terms of um, there's some of the building blocks for serotonin and neurotransmitters that help us feel relaxed and happy. Point number six, you're not seeing wetness progress on scales. However, you're stronger and you have more endurance. Again, this is going to be a big, big win. So around the time you probably first started your big nutrition overhaul, uh, workouts may have felt like a ball ache, um, to put it politely, like you're just dragging ass. You might have felt weak, uncoordinated and slow. Maybe you pick up the dumbbells at the end of the rack and you're like, whoa, they're heavy. And you probably were really, really sore at the start. Probably sounds correct, because I remember back in the day, that was me. Now, what you find in terms of progress is that you're actually waking up in the morning with more oomph getting out of bed. You feel zesty, you feel strong. When you pick up weights off the rack, they don't feel so heavy. So in terms of like progress, what that looks like, even if it's not on the scale, you're using the same weight maybe with your training, but you get more range of motion. So for example, a month ago, you couldn't squat. Uh, you could only do like a, a power curtsy. Uh, now that your knees, hips and ankles are bending and behaving like they should be, you can pick up your laundry, get off the toilet, squat down, pick up your toddler like a pro. Uh, and then in another month, you might be able to try and beat your kids at basketball or whatever sports you play, football. 
another good sign of progress is your muscles aren't getting sore. So uh, intense exercises, new movements create sort of micro damage and like mini tears of the muscle fibers that we can then go to rebuild. So when people first start exercising, this can be something that can be uh, quite a sore process and something that we have to manage. And it's because inflammation shoots up, you get really stiff, you almost get swelling, and you get fluid flushing in that area to help try and heal the damage. But as you progress and you give your body lots of the right nutrients from the correct diet, this inflammation will decrease, decrease and the repair process will speed up. So that's very important. Another sign in terms of from a training perspective that you're making progress, even if it's not on the scales, is you can do more overall work. So whether it be you're running, you're swimming, you're cycling long distance, you can lift more weights, you can work out with weights for longer, you can scramble up a higher wall if you like climbing, uh, you can do an extra round of golf, tennis, whatever it is, like good nutrition will improve your recovery and help your energy levels massively and help you level up in that respect. And the last one I'm going to talk about in terms of performance is uh, you feel fresher, you recover faster, and you generally feel better. And this is a really kind, great sign. It's like if it is you feel great, look great, you'll perform great. They will go very much in the same sort of relationships. It's very important. Now, last up, number seven, this is the most important one I want everyone to think about. And this is really what we try and teach clients is the key. And we go through this within the four phases of the coaching nutrition we give clients, which are going to be the priming phase, the dieting phase, the reverse dieting phase, and the performance phase. So these are four phases that vary in length depending on how long the client needs. And number seven is seeing progress and it uh, not on the scales. It's if it feels more like a lifestyle than a diet. Because diets are a chore or a ball ache. First three words are die. So take what you want from that, in my opinion. And what we really want to make is a sustainable process that you can live with forever. Because if something's not sustainable, then it's not attainable. So what does progress look like this? So what we really want to try and teach, and we do this within the uh, beginning phases or the priming phase working with clients, is we want to get you to naturally gravitate to the correct whole foods. So you pick the salmon over the hot dog, even when I think about it. You go for the fresh salad instead of some tin crap. Uh, and you actually have a plan. So you're, you have an idea in your head in advance of what you can be eating that day rather than just randomly picking at things. And you keep healthy backup options on hand. You know, if it's a protein bar, beef jerky, something basic like that. Next up from there is you don't mess up anymore. So like, let me be clear with that. You can still have your birthday cake and enjoy that, Christmas cookies, Christmas dinner, anything like that. And you don't have to consider this bad or guilt-inducing anymore. You just know this is an occasional part of enjoying life and it's part of the process. And this is something that we recommend with all clients. We give them every week a free meal where they can go out the weekend with their family, wife, partner, whoever, and you can have whatever you want. There's no limitations. The only two things I say to them, avoid fried shitty food because it will destroy your stomach. And one of the things we mentioned here is obviously trans fats. So remove that. Number two, don't eat like a dick. So don't binge eat until you're lying on the floor like a whale because you've eaten so much and you feel sick so have a three course meal have a dessert have whatever you want enjoy yourself and there's no reason you can't do that and still succeed so these are some very simple tips and really what i recommend and this is the key in terms of you losing body fat building muscle and having a sustainable approach and not being a slave to the scale now here are some like simple ways that you can um think about like getting away from the scale and not being a slave to it. So here are some tips from us. Number one, add, don't subtract. So if you're in a diet mentality, each day feels like a new battle to avoid the bad foods. So let's fit, like flip that. Don't avoid your junk food. Don't avoid your prepackaged meals. Don't avoid dessert. Just add as much healthy stuff as you want. So 
water lean protein fresh fruit and vegetables there's less less room to like like for the other stuff if you're eating all the things you should be in the first point so try and focus on the good rather than thinking about psychologically avoiding things that's one way number two would be measure and celebrate your progress so look for signs of progress everywhere everything counts like small comments from people huge and literally even like write them down like it's huge and i'm a big person for sharing your wins that's why we ask our clients to share their wins on the facebook group because when someone shares their progress and someone says oh that's awesome janet well done and everyone comments and likes that that makes that person feel good and then that's a dopamine release and guess what they're going to want to do it more so that's very important number three focus on little things so make mini goals like daily goals white weekly goals whatever you want that's really really important even as goals for the next hour just like i want to hit x amount of steps today each time you hit those rewards give yourself a, a little sorry each time you hit one of those goals give yourself a little reward so whether that be i don't know you get to watch an extra episode of your favorite tv program or something like that and then lastly the big thing i would i would suggest is having like being able to track things so one of the things i recommend for clients um is being aware and tracking stuff so i recommend they print off their nutrition program maybe stick it on the fridge and maybe have like a little calendar and tick off like every day you've done correctly in the week so you've got a good clear plan and you're very aware of what you're doing and that's really really important now the last thing i'm going to say in terms of an effective way to have some real results from the scales improving your body and getting the results you're looking for is actually having support and having a coach to celebrate your progress and wins with because this is one of the big things i love is seeing our coaching team and myself sharing the wins of our clients and if this is something you're looking for you want to transform your physique you want to build muscle you want to burn body fat but do it the right way then feel free to reach out to me on email charlie at charliesonsofitness.com or drop me a message on instagram or facebook with the word help and i would absolutely love to help you and guide you through the process to transform your physique so today's podcast was um when the scale sucks seven better ways to know if your nutrition plan is actually working hope this is insightful helpful educational as always please make sure you share this and tag a friend and we will see you in the next episode of the shredder show and if you kindly leave me a five-star review on the podcast on itunes it would be greatly appreciated and those watching on youtube drop a comment below and make sure you subscribe